0: Welcome to your headquarters for knowledge and helpful advice on a variety of topics, all from trusted experts in their fields. It's time for River City Podcast. Cindy Schaffelberger is the Executive Director of P23 Retreat. She holds a Master of Public Health degree and has worked in a variety of capacities over the course of her diverse career. She's a published author, has spent the past 12 years homeschooling her children, and most recently, she and her husband founded P23 Retreat to serve grieving parents. Having experienced the death of a child herself, Cindy has a heart for offering encouragement to those walking in a similar journey. She lives in Ashland with her husband, Scott. They have three adult-ish kids one in high school, one in college, and one who just officially launched. She loves adventure, the outdoors, hiking the national parks, and delights in finding evidence of God in everyday life. She enjoys travel, photography, and all things nature. She can often be found looking for the best spot to watch a colorful sunset. She craves time with family, connecting with friends, and believes that everyone has a story that matters. Hi, Cindy. Welcome to River City Podcast.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me today.
0: Absolutely. I think what you guys are doing is amazing. So let's jump right in. You and your husband run a nonprofit, a local nonprofit that you founded, and it's called P23 Retreat. Tell us a little bit about the overall mission.
1: So our mission really is creating space for parents to grieve, and we do that by sending parents or couples or single parents who are grieving the loss of a child. We will send them on a private retreat. We will use Airbnbs or donated rental properties, and we pick a space that might be restful for them, that might look like the mountains, it might look like the ocean, whatever their inclination is. We will provide the space to them and then we provide them with a travel allowance as well as a food allowance. And then we send them with activities that they can engage in to help them in processing their grief. But also they might just need to rest and get away from the daily demands of life. While they're there, then we also have a team of people who are praying for them. We provide a Christmas ornament with their child's name on it. We also offer them the opportunity to have a tribute of their child on our website.
0: And this is all your services are completely free.
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: Okay. Most of our nonprofits have a very personal reason for starting their organizations. And I know that's true for you and your husband. Are you comfortable sharing your story with us?
1: So in 2006, we were pregnant with our third daughter at the time. Very, very excited. Then we got some devastating news that she had a chromosomal abnormality known as trisomy 18. And that condition is typically referred to as incompatible with life. We were faced with some decisions at that point, but we very much wanted to celebrate her life. We did. And our friends rallied around us. Our church family rallied around us. We celebrated her, not knowing what the outcome was going to be, but gratefully, she was born alive against the odds. And we had her for two and a half days in which time really I got to be her mom. Yeah. I got to hold her. I got to snuggle her, feed her, do all the things that I would do as a mom. And again, saying goodbye, there's nothing you can do to prepare for that. But I know her story. I know her life. I know what she looked like. I knew her smell and her touch. And so I'm grateful for that time. But again, the grief was ushered in. Right. At that point. It started with someone, a family member, actually offering us their beach house so that we could get away for the weekend and just take a break from life. If most people have experienced grief in some form, but grief is very painful, disorienting. It's very hard, as you know. They said, why don't you just go to our beach house for the weekend, take a break push pause on life. And so my parents took care of our other two children who were young at the time and we just got away. And it was a beautiful time. Didn't make life any easier, but we got to rest. We cried. We walked on the beach. We talked. It really was just a time to start that healing process. And over the years, men and women grieve very differently. And over the years, we've had many conversations about what was helpful to each of us. And we had the realization one day that, you know what, that weekend away, rated in the top three most helpful things to both of us in processing our grief. And so we said, you know what, we want to do this for other people. We felt like we'd come a ways in our journey. It's a way to honor our daughter's life. Her life very much had meaning and value. And so this is kind of the culmination of all of that. And
0: that was how long ago? That Um, you started the organization. So
1: officially, we started the organization a year ago. We've been serving folks for about nine months. So we are still very, very new. And originally, our idea was we were going to build a facility. We purchased land, which we actually even happened to close on our daughter's birthday. Whoa. Right? Like it all, everything aligned. And that wasn't our plan, but that's how it worked out. It's on Solitude Drive. We're like, it's the perfect place for a retreat. What? However, then we're like, okay, well, we have the property. Now we're going to have to find a way to build the property. We didn't have the funds to do that. So we're like, well, we'll just take it one step at a time and see what's next. Well, one day we came up with the idea of, you know what, we know people who have rental properties. What if we invite our friends to join us in what we're doing. We could send people wherever, not just to our little place. My husband likes to say, you know, if we build a place, the most we can do is serve 52 people a year. Because they're 52 weeks in a year. And if you take out like Christmas and holidays and things, we really wouldn't be able to serve that many people. And how many people really are going to want to go to our one little location? Not that there's not value in that, but we came up with this idea of using Airbnbs and rental properties. And so already we've served people in Pennsylvania and Virginia, not just here in the Richmond area. It's kind of taken off and we're gaining traction and trying to promote that we're here and serving people.
0: Faith is a big part of your life and a big motivator for starting this in addition to your own experience. Can you tell us a little bit more about that?
1: Sure. Yes. Faith is the central part of our life and really the primary motivation on help other people. We want to love on other people and give other people hope in this process and in this journey that no one wants. We really just want to love on other people. And so our services really reflect our belief. Even our name, P23, is named for Psalm 23. And we see in that that God comforts. He gives hope and restores. And we see peaceful rivers and an invitation to come to green pastures. And so that's how we came up with our name and one of our motivators. We also saw that Jesus had compassion for the grieving. In the Gospels, you see that his friend Lazarus died and he went to Lazarus' sisters, Mary and Martha, and he cried himself in grief. And so um, we also see that he set the example of taking rest and respite and going on retreats to get away from the crowds so that he could renew and spend time in prayer and reflection. And then lastly, we really feel like there's a call to comfort others in the same ways that we've been comforted. And this is our opportunity to step into that and do something meaningful to help other people.
0: It's amazing. And love, compassion, and hope is everything. Can you tell us a little bit more about who you're serving in our community? Sure. So we serve parents who've lost a child
1: anywhere from infancy to early adulthood. And typically we say within the first two to three years of their grief, those aren't hard and fast rules, but we're really trying to give people a break in the early stages of their grief. There are some other types of grief, that more complicated grief that it might be appropriate later on. And so, again, we don't try to have a set it's not in black and white. Exactly. Correct. Obviously, we're here to help people and that's what we want to do. So if somebody needs it, we're hopeful and happy to step in and help. The early bereavement period is associated with increased risk of heart health problems such as myocardial infarction, which is a heart attack, and or stress cardiomyopathy. And that's from the New England Journal of Medicine. We also see that newly bereaved parents experience anxiety, depression, anger, physiological changes such as increased heart rate and blood pressure, sleep disturbances, all of those things. And so that's really our interest in targeting those early stages of grief to try to help people have positive health outcomes. And then the death of a loved one is associated with increased risk of development of mood, anxiety, and substance abuse disorder. So any way that we can come alongside people and try to help them along in that process is what our end goal is.
0: Yeah, and I don't, think you and I even had a conversation about this. I don't think I even told you this, but my stepbrother was killed in a motorcycle accident oh, when he was 18. I'm sorry. Thank you. And so I read a lot, seeing how it was affecting my dad and my stepmom, and I was blown away by the percentage of divorce of parents that lose a child. It's in the 90th percentile. Wow. Well, it would seem that P23 truly might be helping mitigate that statistic by uniting couples in this environment that reconnects them and gives them the space to communicate and pull together and in healing instead of apart. Another thing you may not even realize you're doing. I just couldn't be more of a fan.
1: Oh, well, thank you. Well, and certainly, you know, men and women, because they process their grief so differently, sometimes there become differences in how they communicate. And so one partner may think that the other's not grieving appropriately or not being compassionate towards them. And we had some of those circumstances, too, that we had to work through. And we really, with our organization, were really trying to be one piece of the puzzle. We're not grief counselors. We do encourage folks to seek out grief counseling. It was very helpful in our journey in processing our grief and healing from our grief. We're really just trying to be a support to people. And one more piece of the puzzle, there are some great organizations here in the Richmond area and around the country that can support people in their grief.
0: I'd imagine just because you guys are in that world and in this community that you also can help as a reference point for people to find some of those resources. Sure.
1: We ask some of those questions up front when we're doing intake and bringing folks in because we want to make sure that they have a support system and we want to give them resources that will help them, not just for that weekend or long weekend that they're away, but to continue in the process.
0: You are a nonprofit. We work with a lot of nonprofits, so we know it really does take a village to help you do what you do to help the community. So how can we all help you support your efforts in this new initiative?
1: Yes, thank you for asking that. I'm currently completely volunteer led and run. And so we need help of others. In particular, right now we're trying to create awareness, which thank you for this opportunity to help do that. We really want to spread the word about our services to other organizations who might be able to come alongside, but also getting the word out to grieving parents. Sometimes in those early stages of grief, it's hard to somebody pick up and take the initiative. And so if they have maybe a friend or family member who encourages them to connect with us, those are some ways. Telling pastors about us, because if they doing any sort of pastoral care or counseling with the grieving couple, for them to know that we exist is very helpful. Sharing our info, it could be in a newsletter for a club or an organization, women's clubs, rotary clubs. There are all sorts of ways to help us spread the word and also helping us connect with other partners, events. So connections is our biggest thing right now that in creating awareness. There are also possible to sponsor events and let us be the beneficiary of that. It could be hosting an event in memory of someone and then partnering with us. And then obviously direct financial contributions. It costs us about $1,200 per couple to serve them. And again, those are for the rental fees, the travel. And while we don't do flights, we offer a gas allowance as well as food and then the resources that we provide for them.
0: Would it be helpful if somebody does have a home that they Airbnb to reach out to you and say, hey, we can do this week and this week over the course of the next year.
1: Absolutely. So we are trying to build a database of folks who would be willing to do that so that we have a variety in types of locations. And a lot of times, folks, we've had a few people come to us and say, you know what, we have this property rental and they will give us some leeway in when we can use it, but they'll ask us to do it in their off season. We are not opposed to using things in the off season because grief knows no season. And so time is helpful for us. But we like for it to be in a property rental program or an Airbnb simply because we wouldn't want someone to go into someone else's family home and there might be pictures of their children or something like that that might trigger more grief. And so that's our reason for limiting it to someone who's already in a rental capacity. You have some
0: upcoming events. We do have some
1: upcoming (laughs) events. Tell us.
0: Tell us everything.
1: So summertime is a busy time for us in fundraising. And so we have a Food for Funds series. So we've partnered with Panera and Marty's Grill, Chicken Salad Chick. And so they're like spirit nights where you can go out and enjoy some good food, and the percentage of the proceeds will go to P23 Retreat. We also are having like an ice cream giveaway to try to get people to engage in our social marketing. And we have Ashland's Ball coming up in August, which is obviously named in memory of our daughter. That's going to be in Oakdale in Ashland, Virginia. It's a formal event. Black tie optional, but we're going to have some barroom dance lessons, a sit-down dinner. It's going to be exciting. silent auction. And then we have an educational event coming up October 7th. We will be hosting an event for stillborn loss. So while we don't typically send this group of folks on private retreats, we are testing the waters with offering a one-day retreat in a group setting. And our reason actually is based on science. Some of the research shows that these folks oftentimes perhaps don't feel seen or connected. And so bringing them together with other folks who've had a similar type loss, we're hoping that's going to be a helpful way for them to connect. And so that's going to be a one-day event on October 7th at Northside Baptist Church. You can find all of that information on our website and how to
0: register. Beautiful. For our listeners that have either faced a loss themselves or know somebody that's faced a loss or that just really want to support your mission, how can they find you?
1: So obviously our website, which is p23retreat.org. Come connect with us. There are ways to email me. There are ways to sign up for our newsletter. You can donate. It's a full functioning website with all the things CR events. Also, you can follow us on Facebook and on Instagram.
0: Beautiful. Cindy, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you, Jess. Educating us and really giving us a solution. I think sometimes when we have loved ones that are going through something that traumatic, we want to help and we don't know how. And so just being able to let people know that you exist is just, I think, going to fulfill so many hearts and being able to really truly offer something so incredibly helpful to any family that's going through this. So, Great. Well, thank you for that. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thanks for. Listening to River City Podcasts. If you're interested in setting up a podcast for your business, go to RiverCityConsulting.com.